All right, guys, big episode of the Nordies podcast. We talk about the first round battle that the Minnesota Wild find themselves in currently. We talk about European soccer. We're going to talk twins and the little pea wolves. Here we go, Nordies podcast. Here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How's it going? Really good, man. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. Can't wait to talk some sports with you guys. Lots to talk about. Uh, but before we dive into all of our great sports topics, we need you guys, the listeners, to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. What a deal. Absolute bargain. All right, guys. What are we drinking tonight? I'll go first because I got something I think I've had before. It's that Blackstack real estate beer. Um, Super good. I'm enjoying it once again. Well, I'll go second to jump on the Blackstack bandwagon. And I'm drinking First Rodeo, their Northeast IPA. Kind of a, I think this is a newer one collaboration with like four different companies, like hop and malt companies, whatever. It's delicious. It's a very black stacky Northeast IPA. Beautiful. All right, guys. I didn't want to go on the same bandwagon and also do black stack. So I'm doing Weldworks Brewing Company collaboration with black stack. Just kidding. I'm there too. <laughs> and this is their loud juice. Um, it's a India pale ale. I don't know. It's really good. That can yeah. looks kind of looks pretty cool as well. Yeah, the can looks really it's I'm enjoying beautiful. this. Right. Okay. Nice. Get after it. How was, yeah. that good, was that a good setup or what? Kind of worked out. All right, guys. Uh, let's go. We're going to dive right into our starting lineup. And we have to start with Dave Benz out with the Timberwolves. Jimbo. Dave Benz. Ten years. Ten years with Jim Pete. Now, I'll say this. If Jim Pete was fired, I might be protesting outside of Target Center. Dave Benz. He does a good job. He's a professional. But I'll tell you what, nothing nothing would like take the, the wind out of a crowd sales as when Ant has like a ridiculous dunk. And then Dave Benz goes like, unbelievable. Did you know that ants can lift 20 times their weight? Ant facts. It was the worst yeah. bit in all of sports. And that might alone got him fired. I don't think that was his choice, though. I, I'm going to defend him just on that one. I feel like that was a producer, somebody that was like, dude, okay, you haven't, it's the third quarter, you haven't mentioned any ant facts. Try and work it in. <laughs> you really, I, I don't know. I think that they were telling him, dude, get a different bit. Um, yeah, I will maybe. miss the, you know, when there's a big block, get that shot out of here. I kind of like that one. Uh, I, I'm just hoping that Jim Pete doesn't get like, pissed off and go somewhere else i'm sure he i hope he accepts whatever new partner he gets because he is a treasure he's brilliant yeah we need to keep I get all my sports to all my basketball takes directly from him so with him gone i no longer the jimber wolf yeah i think i think ben's is easily replaceable i don't think yeah. uh, with a number of like maybe sharp basketball announcers maybe less homerish and more neutral and you let jim pete be the homer Right. Yeah. Let him do like again, that's his role, the color commentator. But like just have the Dave Benz guy, the new new Dave Benz, just call the plays. Like don't inject your opinion of the refs 
<clears throat> the refs are really going after Cat tonight. You know what I mean? And like that, yeah. that kind of stuff kind of maybe rubs the audience the wrong way and, and gets them a little too stirred up. So um, I'm sure that they'll, you know, we got A-Rod at the helm now. This isn't Glenn Taylor anymore. This is not your yeah. your ordinary uh, Jibberwolf. So uh, I'm kind of excited. Like, I, I don't think they're going to find someone that's going to make the broadcast worse. Right. So this should be good. That's okay. I'm here to start a campaign right now officially, okay? The new, sure. the, the replacement for Ben's, Jim Pete's partner, I'm officially endorsing Jordan Alamont. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's start the campaign. Jordan Alamont. He's a professional. He's already been in radio. He knows yeah. the team. Yep. Knows he wouldn't team. make it 30 seconds into his first broadcast without swearing. He's he been he on the radio for many years. I think he can do it. He's I think he's slightly. I think he's slightly more impassioned about the Timberwolves than like go 93. <laughs> I think that he needs to be this. I'm going Jordan Alamot. He's my pick. Tornado jelly. All right. He's, yeah. he's our, uh, you know, official pod candidate. All right. Let's move uh, on to some other basketball news. Uh, Jokic wins his second MVP. Um, I think this is a terrible choice. It's kind of a boring pick. He won last Very year. Very boring. He won last year. His team finished sixth in the West and got smoked in the playoffs. And everyone's like, "Well, they would have been worse without him." Well, they weren't. Yeah. That good. They weren't that good with him. I don't know. <laughs> I just. I don't think this is a good pick. I thought it should have been Giannis or Embiid. I thought those were. It should have been either one of those guys. Yeah, teams that are still in it, battling as we speak right now, as we record. Still in it, battling yep. to you know maybe compete for the title. Um, I think they're the obvious selection. And, and absolutely, like, carrying their teams. Like, Giannis especially. I know it's a regular yeah. season award, but, like, come on. Those guys were yeah, pretty I agree. I agree. Uh, kind folks? of boring. It is interesting to see all these European – for four years in a row we've had the European players. I know that that's been Giannis twice and then Jokic twice. But um, the, the tide is shifting. It's kind of kind of interesting. Well, I mean, yeah. It, but, so who votes for NBA – regular season MVP. Uh, I think it's like a list of selected people. A ton yeah. of basketball writers do. Yeah. So it's similar to baseball with like the hall of fame. Yeah. Where these blowhards like will write an entire week's worth of columns about why they picked yeah. Jokic. Like, so they start with Jokic and then they work their way backwards in their yeah. argument. Yeah. Okay. That's probably, that's, that's it. Stupid. Like we have, 80-year-old men still writing for the Boston Globe trying to decide who's the most valuable player in the NBA. Get out of here. Get out of here with that shit. All right. Uh, yeah, we do not agree with that. I think that was a bad choice. Um, picture picture your grandpa at Thanksgiving being like, I think Nikola Jokic, the whitest guy in basketball, deserves the MVP. You'd be like, Grandpa, shut up. Have another yeah. Xanax <laughs> and a Red Dog you know, 40-40 and calm down. Dude, your, anyway. grandpa, your grandpa sounds like a badass. Yeah. It's, it's really specific. Yeah. All right. Um, next up, guys, Canelo Alvarez loses to Dimitri Bivol. Um, uh, we don't I, care. Here's what I would say. This is what boxing does a poor job of. Canelo Alvarez, I don't know what weight class he's at. So, like, the, the two people on here who like boxing, who listen to us, um, would be like astounded that by my take here because I don't know what weight class he's at, but he was fighting for the light heavyweight title um, here, which means he was fighting up like multiple weight classes. So of course he got whooped. And that's the thing I think is weird about boxing is like 
there aren't enough good boxers. So they all, these guys have to fight at all these different weights. And that's why sometimes much worse guys beat up much better guys. Uh, it's the same reason why like Jake Paul instantly went to the internet and was like, I'm going to fight Canelo in three years and I'm going to kick his ass. In reality, in three years, he might kick Canelo's ass because he'd come into that fight weighing so much more than him, being so much bigger and younger and probably fresher that maybe he will. But like, do I really want to see a really big guy beat up a really little guy? That would never happen in UFC even. So I think this is yeah. weird. It's not good for boxing. Um, this is the kind of fight that if Canelo won, no one knew who the other guy even was, so it wouldn't have helped him. It only hurt him. Yeah, I don't know. I, I ha- don't even really know who Canelo is because he's not a YouTuber. Um, but I, I think he's very famous, right? I've definitely heard the name many, many times. Uh, we just cover YouTube boxers here. So when there's more of that, we'll get more into it. All right. Um, let's move on. Minnesota wild. We are the state of hockey. Minnesota wild are in a two, two series. Um, I think it's been a disappointing series so far between two really good teams where all of the games have been blowouts. Kind of weird, isn't it? Not a good game yet. Four games, every one of them has been kind of a blow off. Yeah, I think you're right. I I think the the last game, game four, was uh very Better. close until we pulled our until we pulled flurry and then things kind of spun out of control. Yeah, but it was but, really you know. close. It was really close in the second period when we were down three to one and they were out shooting us like twenty eight to nine or something like that. You know, like they yeah. were absolutely obliterating us in that game and just couldn't score for a while. So um, I do think it's a little disappointing. The home ice hasn't mattered as much as I was hoping it would. Uh, They're in the best of three at this point with two games at the X. You got to think the wild will get it done. Uh, But who knows that, that line of uh, Boldy and Fiala and uh, what's the other guy's name? The French guy. Goudreau. Goudreau. The three, the three of them have been just abysmal. That's been yeah. their biggest problem. Well, and that's you know the Fiala is like the easy punching bag, you know, because he should be he should be playing better. It's just not going for him because he was I so think, good. Yeah, I think that, and that's that could be part of the problem. Is he was like one of the best players in, I don't know, the conference, maybe the NHL for the last month of the season. I mean, he was pouring in goals and assists. It was in it like he was on an absolute tear. But I will say that the young Russian phenom has been really good. What does he have? Five goals in four games and, you know, points otherwise. And he's racking up the stats. Yeah, he's been very impressive. Uh, yeah, he's incredible. Fiala, I'm, I'm sorry, but, like, if we're going to sign him to some massive deal at the end of the season, you can't have 12 penalty minutes and zero points through four games. I think he's at, like, 17, actually. Yeah, just it's been just a, abysmal. So we need more from those guys. Um, the grief line is, has been solid. They've been doing great work. Obviously, Kaprizov's been insane. Um, lots of good stuff, but can't wait for the rest of the series. I'm shocked that Fleury's played all four games, but he has been good. He's a pretty calming presence out there. I am too. To get, would have been nice to get that win in game, um, four to go up three, one. They could have played, uh, Talbot then, which would have been nice, but nothing can be easy. We can't have nice things. No, no and it's, I, it's also- it, I was just going to go on to predictions for tomorrow night, for Tuesday night's game. If you guys want to do that, let's do it. Otherwise, if you got another point to make. No, I think it, I think that's, that's a great segue. I, nothing else needs to be said. I mean, I think it's relatively – it's a pretty even series in terms of, like, shitty play. <laughs> when, yeah. when, the other, when the team that's losing is playing very poorly, 
it's going badly. And we, you know, I think we maybe missed a little bit of an opportunity with how banged up their defense has been uh, playing like second and third uh, or like third and fourth line guys on like first and second lines when they, they don't even belong there, but it's the NHL playoffs. So I think the wild have, we have two games at home uh, to win. I think, I think Jimbo going with your moniker wild in seven at this point would love it. Love mm-hmm. to see six, but I think it's going to be wild in seven. Yeah. Yeah. I think let's win the next couple and then end it, but I think it's going to take seven. I think we are going to win though. I think it goes chalk the rest of the way and the home teams win each of the games and the wild win game seven in overtime. Hmm. That's all we need. Oh, it is like a heart attack in round one. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be pretty exciting for us. Um, I do think that uh, the reason I'm going with the wild is because the injuries to the blues are really piling up at this point. Um, You know, they've already changed goalies mid series. Uh, you know, everyone on their blue line is out injured at this point. Krug, Letty, Bortuzzo, and Scandella are all hurt. That's four of their top six defensemen. Like, and that's some of those incredible. guys weren't that good to begin with. The only thing is Bennington, man. He owned us a few years ago in the playoffs, and I don't like I don't like him being brought in over the other guy, Husa. Yeah. So it's been frustrating, but I do think that the Wild are probably the better team. Uh, you had to take their best uh, punch in game four, we did, we tied it after taking everything they had. And then we just kind of threw it away in a short little period of time there. You had yep. the, the weird deflection goal off of Flurry's butt. And then you had, you know, the Dumba play where he missed it on the boards. And then the guy toe dragged by him, you know, Kairu toe dragged him seconds later. And in 30 seconds we were down two suddenly. So, if it wasn't for one bad minute, I think it might have been a different story. Well, in the, you know, the Blues are probably saying that to themselves after game three. They're like, well, Greenway scored in the first 30 seconds, and Kaprizov threw one off the skate of, really? you know, Husa, and then all of a sudden it's 2 nothing. And I don't know. That's the, fu- that's the funny thing about, you know, the, the NHL playoffs is that it's the stupidest thing, but the puck luck where, like, it bounces, the puck bounces, like, favorably sometimes, and it's just very, very weird. It really is. Um, I would also say that uh, my least favorite player on the Wild is Dumba. I think he's very wow. hurt, man. Mm. He's always very hurt. Yeah. <laughs> he's been no, very I, hurt for six years. We've, we've protected him through, like, expansion draft after expansion draft, and he's just not very good. He just is never the guy that we think he is. We always well, but like, yeah, he no, he's a oh god, who was the who was the kid that we ended up trading to Nashville? Granlin. Uh, Granlin. He's Granlin. Like has like brilliant three months every other year, and we're like, yeah. okay, there we go. That's what maybe like Buxton, you know, type, where like all of the natural ability and skills and and body type and and all that's there and just for whatever reason can't stay on the ice can't stay healthy can't do it consistently anyway wild and seven wild and seven in overtime all right here we go twins still red hot it's been amazing watching the twins they finally brought up their top prospect royce lewis who we've been waiting years to see Friend of the podcast, Royce. Good, fr- good friend of the podcast. I mean, we've good friend of the pod. Yeah. Remember when he sent us a video um, wishing us yeah. luck and congratulations? I believe Tony Bolster paid for that, but oh. still. Oh, I thought he was just a knows listener. of us, so that's all that matters. I thought he was just a listener who was just sending 
well wishes. Well, he's, <laughs> hey, yeah, let's he's, go with that. He's that too, right? He's also. I can that. crop out the the cameo logo at the bottom, and we'll just repost. I like that better. Um, yeah, Royce Lewis. He came up, got a hit in his first at better his first game, which was exciting. Uh, but the better news for the team is just that they look like they've dodged some bullets with some injuries to their star players. Correa got hit in the hand, and they were worried he was going to be out long term. It looks like he'll be out for a short period of time. Buxton left the game with a muscle injury, and they said it was mostly a precaution and that he had a, I believe, a sore hamstring. So nothing that's going to be too serious. Um, those are some bullets dodged on a team that really is playing well. Yeah, Josh, is it is it Winder or Winder? I don't, I can't Winder. remember. I thought it was Winder, Winder but uh, kind of looks like the real deal. Joe Ryan kind of looks like the real deal. I mean, it's only been a month, you know, into the season, but. Uh, yeah, if we can squeeze quite a bit out of the, some of these young arms, um, I, I think Joe Ryan is like a is a big deal. Yeah, so far I think yeah, he yeah. might be. A, I think he might be a stud. Um, like better then, than like better potentially better than Barrios at this point. At this point in his career, maybe not long term, but at this point in his career, I think he's further ahead than than Jose was. How old do you think he is, Joe Ryan? Yeah, I'll say twenty four. He's twenty five. So. 25. Almost 26. Okay. So he is, that's the problem in baseball. Some of these guys, when they finally make it, they're like, you know, already decently old, but. Well, was um, he, he a, does... was he a college draft pick too? I mean, that could be, you know, he didn't crack into double A until he was 22 and then we snagged him for Nelson Cruz. So anyway, all of these details aren't that important, but. Uh, also, Johan Duran looks like he's going to be a beast. He's a strikeout machine. Um, but Pagan is a little sketchy in the bullpen. Uh, but he's getting the job done at this point. I, I don't know. I think this is a super fun team uh, that seems like they're ahead of schedule and like their moves have actually paid off. So I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it with the Twins. I'm almost ready to jump on the bandwagon. So here's here's what I was going to ask you guys both. Um, I'll preface it with saying this team is as hot as a baseball team gets. I mean, I think we're winning about as much as like, a, you know, any team can go on for a run. Um how many innings have you guys watched? I'll start with Ryan. How many innings do you think you've watched so far this season? Not that many. What's that mean? Under 10 oh. or over 10? Oh, over 10. But like okay. not compared to my usual, like I would be at, let's see, they've played yeah. 20 games times nine. Yeah. I mean, whatever that is, you know. Yeah. 180. Right. So, Eric? How many innings have I watched? Yeah. <laughs> Two, maybe. <laughs> I think I probably you were just because you started this thing with like a ton of fun to watch the Twins right now, and I'm like, no. bullshit. Is it? Uh, is it a, uh, a lot of fun to follow the Twins? The follow. I love checking the scores. It gives me a little boost of dopamine every time I saw they won again. That's what, what I'm like. Fuck on them, and it's the seventh inning, and I'm like, I can't wait to check back. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm going to watch this last two innings and then I'm like, mm, a little too boring still. I'm going to move on yeah. and I'm going to check the score. Yeah. I've done that. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to settle in. It's the sixth inning. And then like, yep. as soon as I turn it on, they like, it's the manager coming out for a pitch exchange. I'm like, Oh my God, get me out of here. <laughs> back to the, back to the NBA playoffs. Yeah. All right. Well, it is fun. And you know, they, if they get in the playoffs, we'll watch all of those innings. I promise. I will. I'll watch most of them. Most um, of yeah, so they dodge a few bullets. Kind of, it's kind of during on. NFL season, so we, we might be able to squeeze. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Not something better to watch. All right, so next up, guys, we have the Vikings. Speaking of NFL season, and the schedule's just around the corner. It comes out on the 12th. 
but they have announced a few games already. We know that week two, the Vikings will be traveling to Philadelphia for Monday night football. Sweet. So at best, one and one start for the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. No, at worst. That's a win. No, I'm saying that's a that's loss. A Primetime game for Kirk. your boy Kirk. No, Cousins. he's kind of over that, isn't he? He's is won he? a couple primetime games is in he, the last two he seasons. Over that? Is, he? is he? Is he ever yeah. over that? I don't know. Uh, and then and then also they play, I believe it's week four in London against the Saints. It's a home game for the Saints. We have nine home games this year with the new 17-game schedule. So our London game counts as a, an away game. We still have nine home games beyond that. That is exciting. That's that a kind of a, that's a big deal. So why is everybody schedule. pissed about it? I think Jefferson was like upset. I thought that that meant that it was a home game for us. Nope, it's an away game for us this year, and that's great. So we're headed yeah. there. It's going to be a blast. I'm tempted to go. Yeah, are they playing at I, Wembley? Oh no, they're no oh, god, they're playing at Spurs Stadium, Eric. Get out of here. Hey, I don't care if I can turn up with a good. What if Arsenal's playing that weekend too, and I could go Arsenal one day? Vikings the next. I might just. I might. Ryan, just did you know that you don't have to um, like cheer on the Spurs if you go in there? You can just be there for the Vikings and stuff. I'll not go going, to the Spurs not going anywhere near White Hart Lane. Sorry. Also, what if you were, What if you were there to watch like Chelsea play them? You wouldn't go in for that. That's completely different, though. <laughs> okay. If I went there for the Vikings, I would just I would take a bunch of immature pictures of me flipping off Spurs things. Yeah, that'd be great. It would be great. That'd be great pod content. I need that. Yeah, I think I should go. I think I'm. I'm gonna. Think you guys about are it. a lot less petty than me, and I. I applaud that. Yeah, I'm very petty. I don't like, know, guys. I'm pretty petty. Last week, my team hosted a game um, for lacrosse, and we invited a podcast to come out and uh, take pictures. I hired a photographer. Uh, we scheduled the girls' game and the boys' game on the same night, so we could get more people in the stands, and then. I also made it youth night so that our shared youth program could all go watch knowing full well we were going to fuck up Mountain View and acted like it was in the name of building lacrosse in our community. But it was really just so there was more people to watch the humiliation and we won 17 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm and in the huddle. You told the team, don't let up. Do not let up. Do I did. I was like, four infinity goals. Like, let's go. I said, let's make it so no one wants to play the sport in this city anymore. I was not about <laughs> building lacrosse. I was about killing it for them. I will so waterboard I, you with pickle juice if you don't yeah. put in. <laughs> I feel you on the pettiness. Um, so these games are exciting. Uh, I don't really want to go to Philadelphia. And I'm a little bummed that they're not playing in New Orleans this year because I did really want to go to New Orleans. If I had to guess why Jefferson was disappointed is because he played at LSU. And I, I believe, say, yeah, he from, wanted to. He'd want to go back. Why. Yeah, I think he's from Louisiana too, maybe. Okay, and so I think he wanted to go home for a big game, and now he won't get to play there for eight well, more years. No, now now he realizes like how expensive it's going to be for him to fly his entire family over to England to watch him play against the Saints. Yeah, that's going to be a hefty bill. It is. So yeah, I don't know. It's going to be fun. Um, I've never been to an NFL game in, in London. My parents did go to the Viking Steelers game a few years ago. Nice. So Eric, are cool. we are we gonna play at Seattle or is Seattle gonna come to US Bank Stadium this year? I don't think we play Seattle this year. I'm gonna ask you again. <laughs> We've played them like nine <laughs> years straight. Are it's we like gonna play? <laughs> no, we only play them when they actually have a quality quarterback. The year we would want to play them. Then we don't. Oh, get then we're off the schedule. God damn yeah. it! You're so right. I hate that. They were like, 
they were like, Russell Wilson, you're traded. And then they were like, all right, what game are we going to put them with the Vikings? No, let's not do that this year. We've okay, done that so too many times. When are we playing yeah. the Broncos? I guess would be the next question. There you go. I don't think they're on the schedule, but they will be now that Russell's there. Yeah. And it will be a pain in the ass. All right, guys, let's move on to the Champions League final. So there was some big games last week. Liverpool uh, versus Villarreal. And they had a little bit of a scare. They were down 2 nothing in the first half before scoring. Yeah, which put them even on aggregate, I believe, at the time. Yeah. Which was scary enough. It was a little scary. They were getting badly outplayed. Yeah. And then then they just like decided, hey, we're Liverpool. We should start playing. Well, and, and that was at Anfield too, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, so, like, yeah. so like getting put on your ass at home in the first half by Villarreal was a little bit, I think, of a wake-up call. I can't imagine that the uh, Jurgen Klopp halftime speech was like rainbows and butterflies. I, I, I'm glad it wasn't because it worked because they came out and put in a couple goals pretty quick and then it, it didn't really feel that close anymore. No. But yeah, Liverpool punched their ticket to the, the final. I'm excited. So the other big game was Real Madrid versus Man City. This was a fantastic tie between the two of them. The first mm-hmm. game was 4-3, to three, Man City won in an absolute classic. And then in the next game, uh, it looked like it was over. And well, it was it was zero zero forever. Yes. Then then City scored to go up two on aggregate. Then they gave up two extra time goals. They to, went up five. They went up five three aggregate at that time. Yeah, I meant yeah, up two goals though. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Carry on. My fault. And then, and then uh, they gave up two extra time goals to Rodrigo before giving up within uh, within like ninety seconds of each other. <laughs> And they, oh, and by the way, they hadn't given up a shot on goal before those two shots. So they had really put on a professional performance for 90 minutes before giving up two the first two shots on goal of the game, which were both goals. They go into extra time, give up a penalty. Kareem Benzema, who is a man of destiny this year, he is the best player in the world somehow at age like 33. He's having arguably the greatest Champions League run of all time. And, and it's not even got, close. Like Ronaldo, Messi don't have anything. No one has to touched him. it. Yeah. He's been he's been so epic. He's at this point he might be the most underrated player that's ever played soccer. Uh, to be dead serious with you, he's so incredible. He's in his 30s and he's just pumping in goals for fun. He's going to win the Ballon d'Or this year, and uh, he gets a penalty in um, added time or extra time, and they win it on aggregate. And City goes out again. And what was crazy was like, so Riyad Mahrez for City scored, Eric, I don't know, help me out. It was like the 85th minute or like 78th like minute. Around, yeah, 78th, 80th. It was late. There. It was it, it was like close to the 80s. So we'll just say that. And so then Pep being up two on aggregate at that time was like, all right, I'm going to sub in some defensive, defensive minded players. Like that's, I mean, why wouldn't you do that? Every coach in the world would have done that. And been like, we got to defend for 15 minutes, roughly. And so then by the time extra time rolled around, they had no attacking presence. Kevin De Bruyne wasn't on the field. He had mm. been subbed off. Like they didn't they didn't have anybody to really like drive, you know, city forward. And it was an absolute shock. I was, 
I think I was texting the group pretty furiously and like, oh my God, I can't believe this just happened. Like, I mean, Jimbo, you, you've lived through this with Barcelona being up for nothing going back or three, nothing going back to Anfield and having to score four goals. I mean, it's just, it's insane. It's we, insane what happened. Yeah. Four zip and one and went in and won the whole thing. It was pretty amazing. Um, I, I, you know, I know that we want to see English teams go as far as they can, but fuck city for me personally, that's what I feel like. So I'm okay with it. And plus I'd rather play, um, you know, these other dudes and I don't really want to play city again. Cause it's like, we're so evenly matched. I feel like it's flipping a coin. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think? What do you think? What's your prediction for the this final? So here's, I'll, I'll let Eric go first because he'll. Or Assuming go this dude is gonna your guy. What's his dude's name? I Kareem Benzema. Name. I think okay, this Benzema's gonna get one. Say, let's let yes. Eric. Eric will come in after mine with the most with the more intelligent take. I will say, um, given the fact that Real Madrid has been down in every knockout round, um, and they snatched victory out of the jaws of defeat with late, late goals. It's hard to argue that they're not a team of destiny this year, that they're like, no matter what the score looks like, it's not over. I mean, short of like seven, nothing, which I don't think it will be. Uh, They have some of the fastest and craziest, best young players in the world with uh, Rodrigo, uh, Vinicius Jr. Um, And then like Eric said, uh, you know, like a Matt Christopher book, the, the kid who only scores goals in the Champions League is Kareem Benzema this season. So um, I feel like it's going to be super close. I would love for the English team to win. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't necessarily want to pick um, against Liverpool, but I feel like it's going to be like Real Madrid 3-2, just based on okay. the way things have been going. And that's not like a, like a Chelsea fan, like, fuck Liverpool. That's like, no, I'm trying no. to be objective. I think Liverpool is better. So I'm going to pick Liverpool. I do think they're better. I think they're better defensively. I think that they have the same firepower as as Madrid. I think that the midfield of Liverpool is is better at this point, maybe just because um, Real Madrid has just only two groups of players, like 18-year-old wonder kids like Camavinga and like, 33-year-old midfielders like Tony Cruz or 35-year-old midfielders like uh, Modric. So which I, which one of those guys is going to tackle Mo Salah and dislocate his shoulder this season? <laughs> oh, dude, don't bring that up. Um, I, oh I think that Liverpool's just better, and I do think that they will win. Um, I'm cheering as a neutral fan for like just a great game. That's literally in the Champions League every year unless it's Spurs. I just am cheering for a good game. I just want to see two teams go to war, and I want it to come down to, like, meaningful time at the end. Um, I think Liverpool will get this done two to one. Okay. No, no, no. I think it's going to be – I'm going to say this. Liverpool, it's two to two, and Liverpool wins on penalties. That's what I was going to say. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. Um, Liverpool so has nine strikers ago, for penalties. When they were in it versus Tottenham – I uh, I rented like a hotel room above Brits and we watched like from the hotel room on their big screen. It was just like a big party all day and night this year. You guys, I have to go to Fargo for a grad party. And so I'm going to like try to get there before the game and then go by myself to like junkyard, I guess, to try to watch it by myself. I just want you to know this. Okay. So if you guys are in I'll... that area on what day is it? The 22nd. <laughs> 
I am literally. Yeah, I'm going to be in Moorhead for the fucking final. Dude, that sucks. I'm going to be in Moorhead on the 26th. The next weekend? (laughs) No, the next week, four days later. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Um, I'll hide a little beer for you somewhere. You can pick it up. So here's what I'm going to say. I am a teacher. I get invited to grad parties every single year. I get invited to 50 grad parties. And I have not gone to a grad party in a decade. That's amazing. So whose grad party are you going to? It's it's my wife's niece, the cousin thing. Dude, you know how they are. I got to go to everything, bro. We don't skip oh, shit in that family. I'd send a card. I'd send a card. Yeah. Because they're not going to want to talk to you either. I know. So yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be watching this by myself at junkyard. Can't wait. Let's go, Jimbo. I notice you're kind of you're sitting a little crooked. Is your back hurt? Oh, like, it's starting to. I feel like, like especially it, as you say that, yeah. I feel like I don't know right, if I can handle that car ride. That's a lot of sitting in a car and <laughs> like not very good suspension on the car. The seat's not great. I, I kind of feel like you yeah. should probably just, just rest for a couple weeks. I really and, maybe should. I'll, I'll consider that. I'll yeah. definitely be thinking more, okay, well, that's more good. about that. I mean, that. you should really be concerned about yourself in this scenario. And I, I feel like that would be in your best interest. I usually am. So we'll see what happens. All right, guys. A couple other things in soccer. Uh, you have Frankfurt, Eintracht Frankfurt from the Bundesliga, who knocked off uh, West Ham. And you have the Rangers from the Scottish Premier League or whatever they call it. And they knocked off uh, Red Bull Leipzig. So they're going to play for the Europa League final, uh, Eintracht Frankfurt and Rangers. Cool. I I don't think I'm going to be watching that one. Oh, I'll watch it. I mean, I just don't, it's the stakes are just so much significantly lower. Okay. So just let me tell you who were the best teams in the Europa League here. Okay. Uh, In order. Barcelona, Leipzig, Dortmund, Porto, Leverkusen, Napoli, Atalanta, Real Sociedad, West Ham, Monaco, Real Batiste, Lazio, Zenit, PSV, Lyon, Sevilla, Celtic, Marseille, and Leicester. Followed by Eintracht Frankfurt and Rangers, the two teams that are playing for it. <laughs> wow, what a tournament. They just figured their way out through all of these teams. They are not very good, and they are playing for the final. It's super interesting. Well, um, how funny they, is it that like Barcelona couldn't even like muster the firepower to just so don't blow everybody those away? Teams automatically get a bid into the Champions League next year. The winner does. The winner does. The winner only does. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. The Rangers. So here we go. I hope we get yeah. matched up in I'm my group first Rangers. round. Bring on the Rangers. That'd be great. Um, all right. The big news though in hockey was uh, Irving Holland Hold is. On. You said hockey. Right. You said hockey. I'm sorry. You meant soccer. Soccer. <laughs> the soccer. Old foot, foot hockey. <laughs> yeah. Erling Holland is moving to the Premier League. He is probably one of the three best young players on earth, uh, one of the most valuable young players in the world. He's a Norwegian player who played for Red Bull Salzburg, and then he played for Bruce did he play for Red Bull Leipzig then as well. Oh. And then he played maybe. for Borussia Dortmund. So he's been playing in Germany mostly. Um, he's an absolute phenom. He's six foot four, insanely fast, absolute demon on the field. Ugliest mother, ugliest motherfucker you'll ever see on the on the soccer field. I yeah, he's a strange looking cat. I would really, really, really like him to be on my team as he is one of the best young players in the world, and he will probably score infinity goals over the next fifteen years. 
and be a name that everyone remembers forever. Um, but I have to say that I am happy that he's in the Premier League, even though he will be playing against my team and on a team I don't like. Um, but it's going to be fun. I want the good players to all pool in the Premier League because it will bring all of the teams up. You know, like the more good players and the more money in the Premier League, the better every team is going to get, the better my team is going to get. Um, and so I'm kind of excited about this. I really do want to watch Holland. And I don't watch a lot of the Bundesliga, but I watch a ton of the Premier League. So I'm loving that he's coming here. I do think this is a great signing by City. City is, I mean, you can say what you want about them. They're still so fucking rich. Completely. The rich get richer in this case. Yeah, the talented get more talented. But they are they are a really well-run team. They're going to buy him for about the same price that, um, you know, a little bit more than Liverpool bought Diaz for. Yeah, like 70 million pounds. He wants to go play there. Well, well he, no, the he, release the release cause is capped at like seventy five million. They negotiated it down a little bit, probably with some mm-hmm. accelerator bonuses based on city performance. But the big thing was Holland's wages, and so pretty much Holland signed with Dortmund a few years ago, or he went there for dirt cheap, and then he had already agreed on what he was going to be allowed to leave. So. Dortmund, you know, got a couple years of Holland, and they are going to make forty million on their profit of profit on him. And this but they're is gonna sell this is him. this is Dortmund's thing. Like this is what they yeah. do. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're going to sell him for well below market value. I mean, if he was just available to the highest bidder, someone would have to bid one hundred and fifty million for him. Right, and he's going to go for under seventy million. And so he is an absolute phenom. He pre-negotiated a lower buyout clause. And so City is getting an absolute bargain. Everyone in the world tried to woo this guy, and their project was the one that won out. So, well, it's crazy that well, they're I think one of the only ones in the Premier League that would that are yeah, willing to pay those wages. This is Kevin wages. Durant. This is Kevin Durant going to the Golden State Warriors, dude. This is his next chapter. This is bullshit. Yeah, but he's not Kevin Durant. As like, here's the problem. Why isn't he? He's not Kevin Durant because the world doesn't know about him. You know what I mean? Like, like. He just isn't a big time star yet. He's a big star if you're like a nerd about soccer. Holland, like, yeah, dude, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know that many soccer players, and I absolutely know him. He's never played. He's in a on World the cover of, a, of the FIFA, isn't he? No. Mm, okay. He's I've never seen him played, everywhere. Anyways, never played in a World Cup. He's never made it deep into the Champions League. You know, like he's gonna be a big star, but he's 20 years old, and he's yeah. most of his goals in his life have been scored for Red Bull Salzburg. In, yeah, you know, like he's he's never done it for a big club in a big game yet. He's and Dortmund, a, Dortmund's not that great of a team, even with no, him. they're like fourth in the German yeah. in the Bundesliga or something. So I mean, he's he's going to be really good and talented, but like he's anything but a foregone conclusion superstar. He has been injured like four or five times this season already. So I'm not saying he's a for sure thing. He just feels like it's going to go really well. Um, well I wish Mbappe at, was fine. just 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 a let Eric silence his cat for a second. Just, I mean, look at Jack Grealish. I mean, City paid $100 million, and he's got two goals this season and comes off the bench predominantly. That's mm. not necessarily, like, exactly what I think City thought they were buying Jack Grealish from Aston Villa for. Can no, they definitely didn't. And, like, I would just say, you know, the teams that were definitely after, that were definitely pursuing um holland were man city man united liverpool and chelsea and they were all they were all willing to pay him half a million pounds a week 
and they were all willing to do this whole big package. It was going to be a bargain in the end for anyone who gets him. You know, they were all trying to get him, and he got his pick of all of them. Real Madrid was trying to get him. Bayern Munich was trying to get him. Juventus, PSG, like every team was had a, would have agreed to the same these same terms. He just well, got the choose. And I think everyone was just assuming when he went to Dortmund that Lewandowski was going to leave Bayern Munich and that Holland was going to be like just a shoe-in replacement at the time. But we're going a little bit too far down the rabbit hole, so I apologize. Down the rabbit hole. All right, uh, the other big guy to watch this summer is going to be Kylian Mbappe. It looks like he'll head to Real Madrid. It's not official yet, but the two best young strikers in the world moving to City and Real Madrid. Um, I guess that's just what soccer is at this point. Sucks. No, it's exciting. I like it. I'm, I'm pumped Once about it. one of our teams, I mean, that obviously yeah, would have been a lot too. cooler. Me too, but like you have had two Ballon d'Or candidates on your team that start for you every game on each wing and Mane and Salah, two of the best in the whole entire world. And then you're adding Diaz, the biggest guy who moved in January to your team. And, you know, you have Virgil van Dijk, who's the best center back and you have the best left and right back in the premier league. And you have the best goalie in the premier league. Like you are that team too. And like, I'm excited. I hope Liverpool signs more good guys too. I, I know that the better the premier league is, the better Arsenal league. Cause if you're a big, rich club, more good guys are going to come. And these teams are all going to have to have a dick measuring contest every year for eternity anyways. So they're all just going to have to go out and just buy a bunch of other guys. So they're going to be like, oh, shit, how do we compete with Holland? I guess we'll just have to go spend $200 million on so-and-so-and-so-and-so. And I'm like, bring it on. That's what well, I'm doing. And then and this is, this is not a – I'm trying to be objective here, but um, there's definitely a little bit of bias. With Chelsea's purchase uh, being imminent – and part of the purchase agreement being that there would be significant investment in the first team um, in the offseason, you know, Chelsea is going to look to bring in from other leagues or maybe within the league, uh, you know, significant players. So the, the talent pool is going to filter up. I think Arsenal has a, only a few holes to fill, and they're going to be mm-hmm. a formidable team in the league next year. Um, maybe not to win the league, but the team that nobody wants to play, the team that is going to be sitting in third place for a significant period of time. I'm excited about it all, guys. Bring it on. Bring all the best players to the best league in the world, the Premier League. That's where we're at. So <laughs> big games this week. I can't wait for the North London Derby. If you're a Spurs fan, we have a few Spurs listeners that are fans, right? We do. Yep. Fuck Hello. you guys. One North London red. You're welcome here. You're... <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny, but he just was so like, we got a few Spurs fans. Like he was encouraging, but like, fuck. And I'm you. trying to be nice, yeah. like inclusive. And Eric's like, oh, perfect. You set me up. Yeah. So uh, fuck you guys. Hopefully Arsenal wins on Thursday. Uh, but that's all the time we have on this episode of the Nordies podcast. Hopefully uh, we get a couple wild wins and, uh, you know, more good news for us. We're in talking Winterville. about round two. Yeah. Yeah, we need to get into round two. We need that content for the pod. So come on, Wild. Until then, thank you guys for listening to your good friends here at the Nordies Podcast.